that record labels are evil and out to rob the artist. Now both of these could be true, just not for all artists. A record deal is nothing more than a sketchy loan you would get from a loan shark. They have designed it to always lean in their favor, giving them the advantage over the artist. The way a record deal works is complicated for artists to understand. That's why they have lawyers. But to simplify it, in most cases a record deal is a loan given to an artist so that an artist can produce a highly desirable body of work so they can sell it and the profit from such body of work can pay back the loan given by the record label and any other expenses. Whatever's left then gets split between the record label and the artist. So if you're signed tomorrow to a $2 million deal, it does not mean you're receiving $2 million. This actually means you're being lent this amount of money throughout the duration of your contract. When you first sign, you will receive an advance, usually a good chunk of money that can wow an artist who has never seen such an amount. This is given to trap the artist as they know that artists are going to spend this putting themselves in debt. The record label even encourages the artist to spend the advance, advising them to use the money to move, buy expensive clothing and vehicles telling them that it will improve their image. This is the beginning of the trapping cycle. Now an artist is in debt. Your deal was worth $2 million. Let's say the record label gives you an advance of $500,000. You now have left $1.5 million, but you technically owe the record label $500,000 before any money had been spent on any production of your music. Now you hit the studio to start making some hits. You're then taken to a recording studio of the best quality, costing about $120 to $300 an hour. The label will book this room for a week or even a few months. All of this coming out of your remaining 1.5 million. Let's say it costs you another 200,000 just on studio time to complete your album. Now you're left with 1.3 million and now you owe 700,000. Now in order to make a hit song, you need a hit beat and in some cases a whole song from a ghostwriter. So labels will contact hit producers and writers who can charge anywhere from $25,000 to $500,000 per beat. Let's say you spent another $300,000 on beats. You're now left with $1 million, but you're in debt for $1 million. After you make yourself some hit records, the label is going to need to promote your music. Even though they told you to spend your advance money on clothes and jewelry and expensive cars, that all might look nice and feel great to own, but it doesn't build the brand or sell any records. Artists need marketing to sell records, so record labels assign marketing teams to the artists. A marketing team then goes on to strategically map out ways to build more clout for the artists. They will start paying playlist owners to play an artist's music on top of the streaming playlist, spending around $250,000 to get an artist placed on the best Spotify playlist. Then they contact radio stations. Since paying the stations to play an artist's song is illegal, they find their way around it. A record label will buy a certain amount of commercial ad space on a radio station. This covers up how they pay the radio stations to play the artist's music. So now let's say that a record label gives a radio station 200k to throw your song in rotation at the best hours and promote your upcoming live events. You're now at 550k and you're now in debt 1.5 million dollars. Now the entire time you were making music and being creative, you had a team and a manager behind the scenes working endless hours making things happen. All of those people are being paid by you, even if you don't know it. Let's say you pay your staff another 200000 and are now left with 300 k and you're in debt $1.7 million. Now that you're going above and your song starts to pick up steam, artists are going to want to start touring. This requires travel expenses and hotel expenses. Since you're now famous, you have to now live up to a high life image. Artists will start to fly private, and this can cost anywhere from $20,000 a flight to $50,000 a flight. When they land, they have to stay at the best hotels and the most expensive rooms. The label will also need to rent and customize a tour bus. All this can actually cost tons of money. 
let's say on the low end, 500,000. Now you actually went over your initial budget with 200,000, leaving you in a grand total debt of 2.2 million. Now this is the part where artists say, well, it's all worth it because I'm going to blow up and make that money back and make more money than what I owe and get rich. The thing is, it's not as easy as it sounds. Let's say you're lucky and you happen to land the record on the charts and the song becomes a hit. People are streaming your song nonstop and your song is all over the airwaves. Let's say your song makes $3 million. Before you could even think of touching any of that money, the record label needs to recoup their money back first. The $2.2 million you owe gets deducted now and there's $800,000 left. Most people think that the artists sign deals and get a good percentage on their royalties. But in most cases, unless you're an established act, your royalty split looks around the lines of under 8%. For some artists, going as low as 4%. Meaning that an artist will only see 4-8% of the profit made. So let's say the label was feeling generous when they signed you and gave you 8%. You will make a grand total of 64000 while the record label pockets the remaining 736000 Now you might ask yourself, don't artists get to keep all their show money? This is not completely true. See, labels tend to sign artists to different type of deals. And new artists usually sign to 360 deals. A 360 deal basically means that a label will be able to profit off anything an artist does associated with music. Meaning that a label can take a cut of any shows alongside other expenses that come with touring, leaving big name artists in difficult financial positions. More often than not, leading these artists to re-signing again to the same label for more advanced money. This is how they trap an artist. An artist takes more money and gets back into more debt. Not only do the labels control the artists through financial ways, they also do it in more direct ways. Often sculpting artists to fit a general mold, packaging them and shipping them off as if they were a product. Labels will control what artists say and can't say. They will dress them with the brands they can wear and even how they can wear it. Also, they can manipulate the fans. See, record labels know if they have complete control of the artist, they could use that to manipulate the fans. They can push agendas through artists and promote products and sell an entire lifestyle. These record labels have sinister motives behind what they do. All artists consent because they own the artists. Knowing that artists will do anything to live...